chronic pyuronephritis. Chronic pyuronephritis is a form of chronic kidney disease caused by recurrent infections. This results in the scarring of the renal parenchyma and impaired function. Chronic pyuronephritis accounts for around 15% of end-stage renal disease. Predisposing factors for chronic pyuronephritis is vesicoureteral reflux in children number two obstruction like recurrent renal stones. Key exam features number one planted calyx. On calyx is a chamber <coughs> which urine pass through in the kidney. Number two, corticomedullary scarring with atrophy of tubules. Number three, zonophilic casts in the tubules. This is chronic pyuronephritis. Dentogranulomatous pyuronephritis. Dentogranulomatous pyuronephritis is a rare chronic granulomatous disease resulting in a non-functioning kidney. Chronic or subacute infection by organisms such as Proteus mirapolis predisposed to renal stones including the staghorn calculi. Foamy or lipid-laden macrophages are typically seen. So dentogranulomatous pyuronephritis is a rare but it's a chronic granulomatous disease resulting in a non-functioning kidney. Chronic or subacute infection by organisms such as Proteus mirapolis predisposed to renal stones, including staghorn calculi. We can find also foamy or lipid laden macrophage. Reflux nephropathy. Overview Term used to chronic pyuronephritis secondary to vesicoureteric reflux. So, if you have chronic pyuronephritis secondary to vesicoureteric reflux, we can Call it reflux nephropathy. Number two, it's the commonest cause of chronic pyuronephritis. Number three, have a scarring usually okay in first five years. Number four, strong genetic predisposition. And number five, renal scar may produce increased quantities of renin causing hypertension. Diagnosis of a reflux nephropathy by micturating cystography. Risk factors of renal stones. The risk factors number one dehydration number two hypercalciuria or hyperparathyroidism or hypercalcemia number three cystinuria cystinuria which is a stone from uric acid called cysteine number four hydratory oxalate number five renal tubular acidosis number six medullary sponge kidney or polycystic kidney disease and the last one delirium or cadmium exposure risk factor for urate stones number one gawa or oleostomy why oleostomy can cause red stones? Because loss of bicarbonate and fluid result in acidic urine, causing the, pre the precipitation of uric acid. Drug caused renal stone, drugs that promote the calcium stone like loop diuretics, steroids, acetazolamide, or thiophilin. Thiazide can prevent calcium stones, it's increased distal tubular calcium resorption. Cystinuria. Cystinuria is an autosomal recessive disorder characterized by the formation of recurrent renal stones. It's due to the effect in the membrane transport of group of amino acids mnemonic as cola C for cysteine O for ornithine and L for lysine and A for arginine. Genetics. It's on chromosome 2 or chromosome 19. In chromosome 2, silk 3A1 gene. In chromosome 19, silk 7A9. Nine. Features recurrent renal stone and they are classically yellow and crystalline, appearing semi opaque on X ray. Diagnosis cyanide nitroprusside test management, hydration, or deep acetylamine or urinary alkalinization. So, cystinuria is an autosomal recessive disorder that characterized by formation of recurrent renal stones to defect in the membrane transport of cola, C cysteine, O ornithine, L lysine, and the last one, A arginine. Genetic on chromosome 2, silk 3A1, or chromosome 19, silk 7A9. 
features recurrent urinary stones and are classically yellow and crystalline appearing semi-opaque on an x-ray diagnosis by cyanide nitroborosite test and the management hydration give the penicillamine or urinary alkalization imaging of renal stones uh, if you have calcium oxalate, so frequency of appearing in the ready in X-ray will be forty percent and will appear as opaque. Mix it calcium oxalate and phosphate stones will be opaque on radio and the frequency of appearance twenty five. If triple phosphate stones, it will be opaque and the frequency ten percent. Calcium phosphate opaque and frequency ten percent. Your stone, it's a radial use and so your rate is radial use and you you and the frequency five to ten percent. Sixteen stone semi opaque grounded glass appearance is a one percent of frequency uh, then thin stones thin stones radiolucent and less than one percent staghorn calculi involves the renal pelvis and extended into at least two calices they develop in alkaline urine and are composed of strovite strovite is ammonium magnesium phosphate and the triple phosphate uh, Uriplasma, uretilicum, and the proteus infections are predisposed to their, their formation. So, imaging of renal stone, if calcium oxalate would be opaque in 40%, mixed calcium and phosphate opaque in frequency 25%, triple phosphate opaque in 10%, calcium phosphate opaque in 10%, ureter stone radial use in 5 to 10, 16 stone semi opaque ground glass appearance in 1%, then thin stone radial use in less than 1%, staghorn calculi involve renal pelvis and extend to at least two calyxes. They develop in alkaline urine and the comp composed of stervate. Stervate is ammonium, magnesium phosphate, and the triple phosphate. Uriplasma, urelyticum, and proteus infections predisposed to their formation. Management of renal stones. British Associated of Urological Surgeons published guidelines. Initial management of a renal colic. Number one, medications. It's recommended to use non-sodal anti-inflammatory drugs as analgesia, the analgesic of a choice for renal colic. Number two, whilst diclofenac has been traditionally used in the increased risk of cardiovascular event with certain non surgical anti-inflammatory drugs like diclofenac or buprenorphine should be considered when prescribing. The CKS guidance suggests for patients who require admission, administer a parenteral analgesic such as intramuscular diclofenac for rapid relief of severe pain. PUS no longer endorses the use of alpha adrenergic blockers to aid ureteric stone passage routinely. They do, however, acknowledge a recently published meta-analysis advocating the use of an alpha blocker for patients amenable to conservative management with greatest benefit among those with larger stone. Initial investigations, urine diabetic and culture, serum creatinine and electrolytes to check renal function, FPS or full blood count and CRP look for associated infection, calcium and urate look for underlying causes and uh, also, clotting if percutaneous intervention planned and blood cultures if pyrexia or other signs of sepsis. Imaging PUS bias now recommends a non contrast CT QB or CT kidney ureter, ureter bladder should be performed on all patients within 14 hours of admissions. If the patient has a fever or a solitary kidney or when the diagnosis is uncertain, an immediate CTQB should be performed. In the case of an uncertain diagnosis, to exclude other diagnoses such as rupture abdominal aortic aneurysm, CTQB has a sensitivity of 97% for ureteric stone and specificity of 95%. Ultrasound still has a rule, but uh, given the wider availability of CT now and the greater accuracy, it is no more longer the, the first line. The sensitivity of ultrasound for stones is around 45% and specificity is, specificity is around 
90%. Management of renal stone. If the stone less than 5 millimeter, will usually pass continuously. You may, may use lithotripsy uh, and the nephrolithotomy in severe cases. Most renal stones measure less than 50 millimeter and maximum diameter will typically pass within four weeks of symptoms onset. More intensive and urgent treatment is indicated in the presence of ureteric obstruction or renal developmental abnormalities such as horse hole, horse hole um, kidney and previous renal transplant. Ureteric obstruction may be due to, um, due to stones together with infection is a surgical emergency and the system must be decompressed. Options include nephrostomy tube, uh, nephrostomy tube placement or insertion of ureteric catheters and ureteric stent placement. Uh, in the non-emergency setting, the prepared options for treatment of stone disease include extracorporeal shockwave lithotripsy or percutaneous nephrolithotomy or ureteroscopy. Open surgery remains an option for selected cases, however, minimally invasive options are the most popular first-line treatment. A shockwave lithotripsy, a shockwave is generally external to the patient and in internally cavitation bubbles and mechanical stress lead to stone fragmentation. The passage of shockwaves can result in the development of solid organ injury. Fragmentation of larger stones may result in development of ureteric obstruction. The procedure is uncomfortable for patients and analgesia is required during the procedure and afterward. We can also do ureteroscopy. Ureteroscopy is placed retrograde through the ureter into the renal pelvis is indicated in individuals like pregnant female where lithotripsy is contraindicated and in complex stone disease. Uh, in most cases, of, uh, a stent is left inside for four weeks after the procedure. Percutaneous nephrolithotomy. Percutaneous lipho, uh, lipho, percutaneous nephrolithotomy is in this procedure where access is gained to the renal collecting system. Uh, once access is achieved, intracorporeal lithotripsy or some fragmentation is performed and stone fragments removed. Therapeutic selection stone burdens of less than 2 cm in aggregate. We have to do lithotripsy. Stone burden of less than 2 cm in pregnant female use ureteroscopy. Complex renal calculi and staghorn calculi, so percutaneous nephrolithotomy. If ureteric calculi less than 5 mm, so manage expectantly. A prevention of a renal stone. Calcium stone may be due to hypercalciuria, which is found in up to 5 to 10 percent of the general population. So, you have to half load intake, number two, low animal protein, low salt diet. Low calcium diet has not been shown to be superior to normal calcemic diet. Number three, cyanide effects increase the distal tubular calcium resorption. Uh, oxalate stones, cholestyramine, reduce urinary oxalate secretion. By reducing reduced urinary oxalate secretions, uric acid stone uh, give allopurinol or urinary alkalization like oral bicarbonate. Renal cell cancer. Renal cell cancer is also known as hypernephroma and accounts for 85% of primary renal neoplasm. It arises from proximal renal tubular epithelium. The most common histological sub subtype is, cl is clear cell. 75 to 85% of tumors association with the more common in middle-aged men uh, and smoking and von Hebelindu syndrome. Von Hebelindu syndrome is inherited disorders characterized by abnormal growth of post benign and carcinous tumors and cysts, and is associated also with tuberculosis sclerosis features. Number one, classical triad of hematuria loin being abdominal mass. Number two, pyrexia of unknown origin. Number three, electrical recusy due to occlusion of a left vestibular vein. Number four, endocrine effects may secrete uh, erythropoietin.
so it will cause polycythemia or parathyroid hormone will cause hypercalcemia or renal and ACTH. Number five, twenty-five percent have metastasis at the presentation. Number six, paraneoplastic, paraneoplastic hepatic dysfunction syndrome, also known as Stouffer syndrome, typically presented as cholestasis or hepatosplenomegaly. It is thought to be secondary to increased level of interleukin six management for confined disease, a partial or total nephrectomy depending on the tumor size. Number two, alpha fetoprotein, alpha alpha interferon, sorry, alpha interferon and the interleukin two have been used to reduce the tumor size and also to treat patients with metastasis. Number three, receptor tyrosine kinase inhibitors like sorafenib or cyanotinib have been shown to have superior efficacy compared to interferon alpha. And the last note is that uh, incidence of renal cell cancer is all, was only slightly increased in patients with autosomal dominant polycystic kidney disease.